Hi, welcome to Eurocron. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Eurocron is a podcast where we chronicle extraordinary people and their extraordinary stories. Our goal is simple, entertain, inspire, educate, and at times humor our audience while our guests build their audio legacy. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. I've been really looking forward to speaking to my next guest on Eurocron, William Marcano, who is in studio with us this morning. It's Mr. Marcano's humble beginnings that make his success story truly inspiring to all entrepreneurs at heart. From an early age, William Marcano has had astonishing success as a famous Latin music recording artist to becoming a medical doctor to launching an innovative design platform. Marcano defines what it means to be an entrepreneur. His story uplifts, inspires, and motivates all. William, welcome to your Kron. Hi, Scott. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. I've really been looking forward to this. This is one unique resume, sir. Uh, <laughs> where is a good place to start your extraordinary story? Well, Scott, um, I am born in Puerto Rico mm. and um, in a town, it's a, in a coast, right? That um, it's so beautiful there. You wake up in the morning with the sound of the waves and a lot of smell of coffee. So it's pretty nice to be there. I love Puerto Rico. Well, say that already, I grew up there with... Um, the family, my three brothers and my mom and dad. My dad, um, he's a doctor, and um, my mom used to work with him in the clinic and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, we grew up there and um, in that town that is amazing. There's a lot of artists over there. If you go to my hometown, the, the Arecibo is the name, mm -hmm. and you can find in all the streets a lot of painting for a lot of artists. It's very colored, mm. that place. Mm. Yeah, so I started there, and um, since, since I was very young, I was very interested in music. I mm. was very interested, very mm. interesting in music. Mm -hmm. So I started high school, Mm. A band, a rock and roll band. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I did uh, for those years uh, a lot of shows, you know, mm -hmm. small shows around mm -hmm. the island, mm -hmm. especially in the uh, pops uh, close to the beach. Mm -hmm. Right? D did you play an interest instrument? Or? Um, yeah, I play a little bit of um, guitar, mm -hmm. rhythm, mm -hmm. <laughs> no Zala. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I grew up there and um, I started with the music, like I told you. And then um, I finished high school. Mm -hmm. I went to, to um, UPR, mm -hmm. that's University of Puerto Rico. I started over there. My studies in pre-med because I was interested in medicine too. Mm. So when I was, uh, uh, when I finished high school, I went, I went to the, the UPR and start pre-med. Then 
I spent like two years studying pre-med mm -hmm. and then I went to Dominican Republic mm. to start my studies in, in medicine over there, mm -hmm. right? That was like in the 1993. Okay. 1993. Mm. So and I, I, I began my studies to become a doctor in medicine and two years um, after in 1995, I went to vacation in Puerto Rico. Mm. I was studying in Dominican Republic, so I went to Puerto Rico as um, in vacation. Mm. And that time, I found my first record deal in that vacation. So I, I quit med school. <laughs> well, okay, so <laughs> you go there on vacation and you get a record deal. Can you break that down a little bit of, of how exactly did that happen? Yeah, well, um, before that I went to, to med school, I was, um, you know, singing in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So uh, um, a lot of people know me. Mm -hmm. So when I was in Puerto Rico in that, in that vacation, a friend of mine called me and said, listen, is this um, project going on? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do, do something? And I said, yes, let me go. So I went and I did an audition. Mm. So in that audition, in like a, a week from that audition, I start a, the record recording like that. So Had you ever recorded? That was that? my, that, well, actually professional, that was my first time in a big studio. Yeah, but I was doing in rock and roll with a couple of friends with a four track. <laughs> what, what was that like the first time being in a big professional studio where you, must well, have been a little ner nerve-wracking, right? Yeah, definitely. Yes, crazy, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But the the crazy was the crazy stuff for real was when I heard myself on the radio the first time. That was amazing. That feeling, you know, that you hear your song in the radio the first time. That feeling is amazing. Okay, so where were you when that happened, and and did you? Just tell us that story uh, about hearing yourself, because yeah, I, I can't imagine what that would be like. Uh, did, did you know you were coming on that particular day that it happened, or? Mm, well, no, not exactly, because we have like a, a week working already. Mm -hmm. So I was just driving in my car, <laughs> um, you know, skipping, skip, 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 song, song, yeah. and then I found mine, and I was like. <laughs> But it's so high, <laughs> and I was enjoying it too much. I, I remember that day like 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 was today. What, was, were you by yourself or? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was driving to to San Juan. Okay, I remember like today. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was was good. <laughs> was a good feeling. Yeah, it's like you're in the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're back in Puerto Rico. You record this album. You hear yourself for the first time on the radio. Exactly. So I'm I um, start to do shows with with this this group. Mm -hmm. The group was Oro Negro. That's mm -hmm. that's the name. It's merengue. That's Latin music. Yeah, I saw the album cover. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I spent like two years with that with that band. Mm -hmm. Then I went solo by myself. I have a record deal by myself. And I spent a couple of years, like two years more mm -hmm. with my band. Then I moved to Miami. Mm -hmm. In Miami, I met this big producer. His name is Miguel Blasco. 
And um, Miguel Blasco, I start to work with him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he write. Mm-hmm. So I start to put my um, voice in his letters. Mm-hmm. So in order he can show it to the other artists. Mm-hmm. So I spend learning there a lot in the record deal, mm-hmm. you know, a mm-hmm. um, couple of years. And then I, um, I received another offer. So I joined another group that was Chaos. Chaos, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Mm-hmm. In English. Mm-hmm. And um, this record deal was the first record deal I have with um, Musical Production. That's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. And this second deal I have with, with Sony Music. And this third deal I have it with Universal. So the last, the last um, record deal that I had was um, with Chaos with the Universal. Mm-hmm. That was in 2000, 2002, mm-hmm. 2002. Mm-hmm. And in 2002, I decided to go back to med school. Mm. Why did you decide to go back to med school? Well, Scott, you know, I love medicine mm-hmm. and I also love music. So I thought myself, you do this for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So you enjoy that. But it's time to go back. It's time to, you know, do your stuff. Yeah. Have something for your future, you know, more solid. Yeah. That's why I decided to, to do that. Yeah. When you decided to go solo, how did that decision come about? Well, that I think uh, every artist have to start with a group in, in some point wants to go mm-hmm. by itself, right? Sure. So uh, I, I think... I decided that too soon mm. in my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't see the whole picture. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I decided to do that, but then it was too much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, to have my group, to have people to pay. And I was I was young yeah. to do that. Yeah. How old were you at the time? Uh, 22, 23. Mm. Yeah. And um, my family was, you know, dealing with business and stuff, you know, so nobody can take care of me in that, in that particular. You were on your own. Business area, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you know, all things that happen for something, mm-hmm. uh, and you grow up every day. You grow up, and I think all these pieces that I've been was missing in the past right now is part of the piece of art mm. you know what i mean yeah so all those elements that i've been having for all my life right now i have i think i have everything what i need to be um successful there's no more voids that you feel a desire like when you were in music you still felt that desire to you had a void with the medical profession and to go back in and fulfill that void? Well, actually, yes. I always going to be doing something, yeah. especially with art. Yeah. Because I'm not doing anything with art right now. Mm. You know, I'm not singing. I'm not doing anything like Do that. Do you miss it? Um, uh, yeah, actually, yes. Mm. But to feel that, you know, I, I, I became with the look idea. So that's another, that's another um, 
theme that we're gonna touch. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, but that's 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 almost everything. What I did over there, I I um share um stage with Mark Anthony, um, Rick Martin. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Was very, 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 very nice that time. Yeah, because you did between 1995 and 2001. You made 11 records, uh, videos, performed live. I'm curious, William, what part of the music business did you like most and why? And, and what part uh, could you have done without? Well, being stages, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. When, when, you, when you feel that it's so grateful right mm. but <laughs> when you start seeing everything mm. backstations and everything mm. so produce it's amazing mm. be able to produce an artist and do that it's mm-hmm. I'll, I, I would love to do that although you'd like to be a producer for another musician uh, the behind the scenes and help somebody exactly get their art out yeah that's amazing yeah when when you when you when you know the the business yeah you notice that that part is also very very nice yeah to deal with yeah what is it like to get a medical degree in in puerto rico because you i think you said two years at home and then was it two years in Dominican? No. Oh. Um, not two years. Um, in Dominican I I um, started in two thousand and two and I finished in two thousand and eight. Mm. So six years uh-huh, in Dominican. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the others I did in Puerto Rico. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it is there a particular reason you went to the Dominican uh, to finish your degree there? My dad he's he studied in Dominican Republic. Uh uh-huh. so he always was what idea if you're gonna go study over there because over there you can do a lot of things that you're not gonna be able to do it in Puerto Rico or in the United States such as such as um, start with uh, putting stitches in a patient the first day you get to the hospital really yeah so how much training did you have to put I mean Tell me about in school how how you learn how to put stitches in a person, and then how to when do you first do that? Well, they they teach yeah. you in, they teach you in the hospital. Mm. They teach you in the hospital. They okay. they give you you know theory. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But they teach you in the hospital. Um, so when you get to a surgery, mm-hmm. the first time to get to surgery, mm-hmm. um, they put you in an emergency room for surgery. Mm. So you have on, on other doctors. You know, mm. they can teach you. So mm. that's that's what they do. They mm. teach you. They they teach you, and they let you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you just help uh, help them, and you just learn learn too. at the same time. Exactly. And yeah. they um, supervise everything that you that you do. Yeah, definitely. What what part of being a doctor do you like the most? I love people. Mm-hmm. I I love people. I love to be around people and help mm. so um definitely that mm-hmm. definitely that is the the main mm-hmm. being a doctor for me mm-hmm. be there yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh you you um are you still uh, a practicing doctor well actually 
since that I get here, mm-hmm. um, I grew up a business. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in the med field, mm-hmm. medical field. Mm-hmm. It's caregiving. Mm-hmm. The my my company name is Caregiver Twenty Four Hour Service. Mm. So I have nurse, I have caregivers, I have sitters, mm-hmm. CNAs, mm-hmm. go um, different homes and give the service to the elderly or other patient that need something to have, you know, like a surgery or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I have the team to go to your home and do everything for you. So doctors still do make house calls. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. We'll be right back. We are very excited to have a new sponsor at Yorkron. Luxury men's clothing lines Thaddeus and Tad are now combined on one website. They belong to the same family. They share DNA. Might as well have their clothes all in the same place too. Both brands are typically sold at Nordstrom's, Bergdorf's, and unique upscale boutiques. But you can find them online at ThaddeusandTad.com. Thaddeus, the uncle, is a collection of sportswear for the man who always arrives well-dressed, but sometimes breaks the rules. Quality fabrics are important, but so are comfort, fit, and details. Some of the pieces are washed and weathered, others more crisp. Thaddeus is designed for the man who is current and comfortable in his own skin. Tad, the younger nephew, is more rugged, more washed and weathered, but willing to learn from the past. Tad is the nephew of Thaddeus, sharing the same namesake and DNA, but interpreted for a new generation of sportswear. Tad is more casual, suggesting a more worn-in, easy look. The fit is slightly slimmer and trimmer. Tad fits the mind and body of a man who wants to put his own stamp on the traditions he has inherited. For menswear that is a tad dressy and a tad disheveled, shop online at ThaddeusandTad.com. us about your design platform look um, again another huge transition from the medical field to design how did all that come about William well Scott like I tell you I love art yeah right and um, the idea well since that I saw the first iPhone and I saw um, the apps mm-hmm. I went crazy about it mm. I was like how is that working? I want to do something like that. <laughs> so I have this idea for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Not especially this idea, not exactly this idea, no look idea, mm-hmm. but the idea to do something mm-hmm. in that field. Mm-hmm. And um, when I get here, uh, I always love fashion. So I used to dress for fashion designers. And um, since that I get here it was a little bit difficult for me mm. because um, I used to wear Latin designers, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just one day came out of my mind and said, oh, 
you have to do this. It's, it's nobody, it's not exist. So I create this idea. And the idea is, um, uh, look, is a platform for designers. It's going to be an app. Mm -hmm. And the designers can um, exp exp exposure their work mm -hmm. over there and they can sell their clothes, their pieces over mm -hmm. there. Yeah. But it's going to be international. They're going to be, they can sell their pieces all over the world. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be huge for them. Uh, it's going to be amazing. They have, they're going to have a platform that never see before. Does anything like this exist right now that you know of, William? It's some, something like, but it's, look is so different because look is going to create the platform for the designers in order they can designer, in order the designer can manage their, their business inside look. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So it's, it's different. Okay. So it, it's, it's more than just a, a clothing designer app. They can actually manage their whole business within the app is exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. They're going to, they're going to have their own login and they can see everything, mm -hmm. their part. Yeah. Uh, sales, um, orders and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess, um, I'm curious. So maybe give an example, say I'm a clothing designer or I want to be a clothing designer mm -hmm. and I, and I find your app, mm -hmm. what kind of walk me through how the, how well, the whole process works. Yeah. The system is going to be able to guide you mm -hmm. all over. Mm -hmm. So if you're a designer, you're going to go and, um, you, you're going to see your part. So you're going to click in designer, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So it's going to appear everything. I'm going to, I'm going to appear everything, all the explanation, all the contracts and all the, all, mm -hmm. all that, the, the, the platform needs mm -hmm. that you need to, for the platform explain to you mm -hmm. what is going to be your business. I see. So, um, I don't want to go inside that yet. Sure. Because it's going to be launched. Um, understand. And, um, next month. Yeah. So it's going to be live next month. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm so excited. Now. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's going to be huge. Yeah. That's a, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. So, um, but, but, but all the tools are there. If, if, if I'm a designer, it's, it's going to have everything basically I need to, to run my business. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a virtual and, um, innovative platform for fashion designer where they can exhibit their designs and, uh, and connect with more clients on the global market. We, we work with both established designers and up and upcoming talents mm. mm -hmm. uh, from clothing and shoes and accessories. Also introducing a big statement representing different countries, mm -hmm. different materials and different approach uh, to that we know as fashion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm doing? And look, I mix the the art with fashion. Mm. Let me explain you. For example, mm. I have this very known artist for mm. Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. His name is Christian Tiburcio. Mm -hmm. He came and he made like six pieces for me mm. for look. Mm -hmm. So that, that art, we take really good picture, high definition pictures, mm -hmm. and we sublime that, mm -hmm. that picture in the fabric. Mm. And then 
the clothes designer make the 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 shirt or the dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's a mix between an artist and a designer for one piece. Mm. Cool. Yeah, it's it's innovative. Yeah, a lot of things that we've been doing. Yeah. So this idea has been swirling around in your uh -huh. head for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what was the uh, what was it like for you to to bring this thing to fruition? Um, kind of break that down for us. The the you had this idea, and I guess what what are some of the major steps along the way to get to this point where you are right now? Because I, I the reason I ask, I hear a lot of people that have app ideas. Oh, this would make a cool app. This would make a cool app, but very few actually follow through with, uh -huh. with doing it. It's, well, actually, yeah. in life, it's like that. Okay. I think like that yeah. because everybody, almost every day I hear, oh, this is a good idea mm -hmm. for something. Yeah. But you never do anything about it. Right. You just think, yeah. well, that's not me. Yeah. Um, if I, if I, I believe in myself. Mm. If, if I see something in my head, I can make it. I can make it real. Mm -hmm. And look, it's like that. Caregiver is like that. Um, back in the day, I used to have a um, modeling school. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in Puerto Rico, I have a modeling school too. I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> so um, I, I love business. Mm -hmm. Look, look is the future. Look is the future. Um, everything is changing. The way the the people um, dress and the the way the people buy mm -hmm. is changed. So, mm -hmm. look is it's gonna be there for that change. Yeah. When when it's done completely. Yeah. William, how I'm curious, just kind of an entrepreneurial question in gen in general. How do you organize your time to address all of your passions and your and your well, drives. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm not working by myself. Definitely, I have a very nice team. Mm. Um, three secretaries, you know, to uh, because it's too much to do. So and you know, in general, I have like sixteen people. Mm -hmm. You know, without yeah. without the caregivers and stuff, you know, people to just work in the office and that. Mm -hmm. Thank thank of God that I that I have that such a good team. Mm -hmm. I can I can do my stuff. If not, I'm gonna be yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna be possible. Sure. Yeah, you gotta have the support. Um, and so you're you're coming up with ideas all the time because I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to filter. Do I, I if, yeah, do I chase that one or uh -huh. not? Because I, I'm the same way. If I, if I say yes, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going, you know, and, and there's a lot that have failed too that well, did, you know, but at least the, I, I didn't leave that stone unturned. I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. okay. Exactly. And I think that's what any entrepreneur has to face is that they are going to have things that fail. Uh -huh. So do you have a process or a way that you personally go about deciding if this is worthwhile chasing this idea well yeah yeah I want to go with everything when I'm when I'm planning to do something mm -hmm. but if I notice that it's not intelligent or something it's not working mm -hmm. I try to fix it mm -hmm. but in the way 
I see is not fixable, mm -hmm. I just quit. Yeah. Yeah. And change. Yeah. To do something else. Uh, it's true that you have to be, you know, content, constant in your stuff and your thinking, mm -hmm. but sometimes you just have to change. Yeah. Change the channel. Yeah. Something new. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing here. Um, you know, I, myself, I need something, I need something to grow. Yeah. I feel like I need more. Yeah. Like I, I need to be, it's, it's not because I, I want to set for recognition or money. It's just because of me, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want when I, when I get old, really old, I want to, I want to say, you know, I did everything that I want. Mm. You know, I try to accomplish everything that mm. I could. So, yeah, I've been changing careers and, but mixing it, you mm -hmm. know, I never leave anything. I just mix. Right. Right. Are there any other ideas swirling around in your head right now? That, oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> Scott, definitely. I hope Luke give me money for do the other ones. <laughs> so you got a lot on the, on the table uh, to still yeah, uh, try yeah. to try to tackle. Talk about the modeling agency. We kind of, we kind of skipped over that a little bit. How, I, how old were you when you started that? No, I was like in the twenties. I get married very young mm. the first time. So I get married with, um, uh, Miss Puerto Rico in that time. So we make that that thing together, that um, modern and business together. Mm. You married Miss Puerto Rico? Well, in that time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you started the modeling business. But I have now uh, Miss Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously? My, now my wife is from Dominican Republic. <laughs> she's a doctor. She's not <laughs> but she's she's beautiful. <laughs> yes, I've seen your wife. You're you're you are right. Yes, sir. Um so yeah, so we will um on the on yourcron.com we will put information about caregivers uh -huh. and about look and uh anything else you would like to promote we'll we'll have that on the website and and in the bio and thank that. you thank you yeah absolutely well william this has been a, a fascinating conversation and thank you scott I, I think i've been missing a couple of things but you know <laughs> well we'll, we'll yeah. just have to have you back on if, yeah, you know, right. yeah, yeah because definitely. with a man like yourself that is always coming up with new ideas we definitely need to have you back on from time to time and uh, see what's going on thank with, you thank uh, you mr marcon so um we like to ask a legacy type question on your cron. Um, and that is if in a hundred years people are listening to this recording in some form, perhaps even an extended family member, what do you want them to remember from this recording about yourself perhaps, or, or anything in general? Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> the only thing that I want to live you know it's the the thinking that you can just do anything that you want especially if you prepare yourself if you study if you commit to the things mm. and um that's that i live my life like that 
So I think this, for me, that helped, that helped me a lot in through my life. So I think this is a very good thing to leave there to the generations or anybody that can hear this. Just go over to take take your take the horn of the bull. You <laughs> take know the I mean? bull by the horns. There you go. Yes. Uh -huh. And you know, do do your stuff. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Take action. Take action. Yeah. Way. Remember that that I was here telling you work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Ha you do have to roll up your sleeves and exactly and, and go exactly. to work. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's know. not going to happen by itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All all that things around your family. You yeah. Know? Just yeah. yeah. Work with your family and stuff, and you're gonna be good, yeah. successful. Well said, sir. Well, thank you so much, William, for being on your cron. Thank, thank you. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, pleasure having you. <laughs>